No, we're going to be talking uh, to a man. I'm not sure uh, if his knowledge of hen harriers or if there's many of them up around Flagmount or Kilnina. As good a place as any. Uh, exactly. Uh, Pat McNamara, are you on the line there? On the line here, Luke. Yeah, nice to be listening to you there. And uh, and all the other very good interviews. So, uh, yeah, there's a hen harrier or two up around here. All right. Now, I don't see too many of them, but uh, I do. I am involved in it. So, uh, yeah. a little bit of... Uh, a few bob comes in the post now and again as we're trying to make the, the environment more suitable for them. So I'm hoping to see pairs of them very, very soon now, hopefully. Exactly, exactly. Pat, are you loaded up? Are you on the road or are you just preparing to go on the road? No, just preparing to go on the hitting the road shortly. Um, I'm travelling with Leo and, yeah. his, and, his, and his girls. And um, I suppose here wouldn't need to be there too early because for, the, for that for that monster final, you know, it wouldn't be good preparation to be hanging around Mellow watching the the hurling, the, the Tullahore colleges in the final of the yes. Cup, even though we'd all like to see, but we'll see the second half probably, and uh, that'll be grand. So, yeah, all years up now and ready to go, and uh, can't wait for it really. Yeah. Okay. I know that, that we, we're, as again, our flagship in the afternoon is going to be the, the Munster Senior Camogie final. I know we're not, we're not doing the, um, the, the Harty Cup semi final with St. Joseph's Tulla and um, um, uh, De La Salle. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking back, Pat, to this time two years ago, we were talking here in the studio. My, I suppose my top three, I suppose, commentaries that yourself and Leo might have done would include, I suppose, last year's intermediate semi-final with Smith O'Brien's and Scarif, um, Cratlow and Whitegate over in Tulla a couple of years ago with John Bugler and the dying moments. But most definitely, you did a hearty cup match there with St. Joseph's and St. Flannan's two years ago. Um, excellent commentary on that. Joseph's, I thought that day were really unlucky. It was the bit of um, the bit of experience of Flannan's um, got them through the scoreline. Maybe I think it was three seventeen or something to maybe fifteen or sixteen points. But Joseph's are a team that have um, come on really, really nicely over the last number of years. They have indeed. Um, you know, I we're talking to um, talking to Terence there uh, recently uh, in in the build up, and he was saying they didn't come out of nowhere even first year this. Squad. It was it was kind of um, it was kind of noticeable that they had something about them, a bit of strength, a bit of holding ability, uh, and they had good numbers as well coming in together around the same age group. So, and they have performed well up along the line in, in B competition as well. So uh, it hasn't gone to no place. This has been building, and uh, I suppose you must also realise that you have some great lads with Terence and Terence Sahi, Aidan Hart, yes. the holder, of course. Uh, is there and Tomas Kelly from Mine Kilimona, another really serious holding guy, coach. I've seen him coach in a good few times. So you mean you know that's a fantastic backup, and I know they have the uh, the strength and conditioning guy who was involved in Whitegate in there as well. So mm. it has been building. It's it, it, it's not the blue. So you know it's, it's no great surprise, but it's, but it is still being the first Hearty Cup semi final for the at East Clare School. It is still a major occasion, and uh, I'd say that there's, there's, there's tremendous excitement over there I would say, around the, the parishes feeding the school. I'd say as well. Yeah, that's a big strength of them. I think that's been obvious now in the last couple of matches. The 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 the, the travelling um, support that's available there for um for we we and we'll come to Scarif Kogunna on it. But the travelling support for both teams has a factor. Is a factor. Is a massive help um, on their roads um, at the moment as well. I'd imagine so. I mean, if you're a young fellow of seventeen, eighteen, uh, in a big holding match. There's two ways it can go. I suppose you can get all nervous, but uh, or uh, be aware of the crowd and maybe get jittery, or you can hear them roaring you on. Maybe sort of a couple of points down, and you say to yourself, "My God, you know, you know, there's a huge popular kind of uh, aura around us here of support, and let's begin and, and just give them something cheerful." And I think that's what's happened with Tulla. 
in the last couple of big games that played in the Hearty Cup, they've come with late scores. That's right. Maybe other teams would have, would have folded and got the late scores on, as has been said a few times recently. The time to be ahead on the scoreboard isn't the final whistle goes. Whatever happens, up the, the material is that moment, the final whistle goes. If you have that leading score, that's when it counts. Yeah, they're good in the championship rounds, to use a boxing phrase there. They, they seem to come well at that point in any given game. You know, that seems to be a, yeah. a, it's a, good, a good sign of any team. So, and all also would have it to get into, yeah, that, that winning habit, knowing that not to panic. It's a bit like Scarlett Bogan we're talking about, knowing not to panic with five minutes left and those couple of points in it. And, and you know, some teams just start thriving ball all over the place. Yeah. In, the, in the hurry of looking for a goal in the hurry to get the score and they kind of lose their pattern of their shape but I think uh, Tulla from all accounts have just been playing the way they've been taught to, trained to play trained the way they've been coached waiting for their moment and then striking when, 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 when the time is right and that's a great sign of any team that composure is what stands to you especially mm. in big matches it's yeah. a massive game a massive massive game and as you say there'll be huge East Clare contingent people down Mellow today which hopefully both both sets of support, supporters will be there to support uh, the other the other yes. teams well, yeah, I, I think Pat, uh, Paul, and myself are probably about the only two that are going to be left in East Clare. I think this morning, so I think that's why that's why we're we're in studio. As I said, it, it's for one show only, and uh, really one only. One, 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 exactly, yeah. One morning only. If you only. do well today, lads, you've got to mess up the man. Yeah, that's the problem. Well, Paul, Paul will be signing autographs, you know, up in the square in Scarif on his way home. <laughs> In a while, listen, Pat. Um, we're going to be talking to Park McMahon of the Clare Echo, hopefully, um, uh, who will be on his way down to the game uh, later. But I, I want to talk to you, um, in particular, and Paul's going to as well. The main event for, yes. for today is the the ladies of Scarafogunlo and a team that you have followed over the last number of years. And um, from the highs of 2019, a little bit of disappointment last year, but they're back with a bang this year. Back with the bang, new management completely uh, replaced the, the absolutely outstanding success of the previous management, and it's been a seamless transition, first of all. But um, I suppose being involved in the radio, I've said this a number of times recently, and I, and I, and I reiterate it again. Uh, the Scarlett Ogun Locomotive team has come from a bit of obscurity, we'll say, uh, maybe five or six years ago, intermediate level, and the amalgamation has just gelled and gelled into. Uh, Clare senior and Munster champions two, champions two years ago against Roman Inch, of course, and again last year slightly, and that we are this year with a, a new a new management and also apparently a new team. And uh, for us in the radio, to have been Leo and myself and the rest of you who have been uh, with us uh, to be a part of that in a small way in terms of dropping it and news and the reports and the commentaries back to people at home, people far away, people who can't attend the elderly, etc has been an absolute pleasure and how, 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 what a joy it has for us to be just to coincide with this success and to be, as I said, being a small little part of it is just fantastic. But, you know, they don't come much bigger than a muster finds. And today it's, it's got a second, it's got a second against the same as that opposition as they beat two years ago in that never to be forgotten. And uh, I need to there about the commentaries and the great commentaries. You know, Leo has to take 99% of, of the credit for those fantastic <laughs> commentaries. I just... I'm just the lad of green machine when he gives you the minute to talk, the, the 30 seconds to talk, but I'm happy to do that and uh, I'm glad people enjoy But Leo, Leo is just fantastic. There's no question. So I remember that one very well two years ago. And, you know, in a sense, that, that leads to a bit of caution because someone in were probably using that hurt of two years ago. They mm. uh, also the hurt of losing last year's 2020 All-Ireland semi-final to Sarsfield the Galway there in December as well. So that's two hurts. They're three in a row, got tip champions, 
They have a lot of county players. They have great experience and see with lot of talent. So they're coming in. in they're a bit similar to Scarlett line that in the last few years they've dominated Tip. Scarlett Gunlo have dominated here, you could say, in May. And, and uh, okay, Scarlett Gunlo have annexed that most title. They haven't. So I'm telling you, this is a, going to be an absolutely serious contest. Yeah. And if Scarlett Gunlo aren't at their full best, you know, they will struggle. But, you know, I'm so convinced by their attitude of the girls talking about it during the week and the management that everything will be right in terms of preparation and attitude anyway. Yeah, I think it's it's impossible to actually, for all the reasons you outlined there, Pat, when you look at the recent history um, of the two clubs, this is an impossible one to actually call, isn't it? It is, of course. And the one good thing, Paul, I'll say is, we'll probably, we won't be talking about the ball being stuck in the book or the wind or the sleet or the snow or the rain, yeah. making the game a lottery. Conditions are so unbelievably mm. good for January that at least today it should be one on ability. Uh, bearing, uh, <laughs> shall I, shall I dare mention, uh, an, an amazing referee decision or two. We have one or two oh no! Oh no! That now, but you know, bearing that, it's going to be a test of hurling, Smoggy uh, and, and the skills and determination, and you know, game management and and and, and tactics and all of that. It's it's not a weather. It's not been destroyed by the weather, and I think that's a great thing. Yeah. The best team probably will win today, and uh, that's what you want to see. Not a uh, you know, obvious looking exactly. in, 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 in a rocking book uh, and leading to something strange happening. Or, or uh, uh, another thing that's, that's great also is having uh, that Gunlow had the red card for a Susan Brown rescinded. That's I think right. she's an absolutely vital leader on the team, yeah. and that, that could be actually the fact that they might just sway it by a point or two for them. Let's yeah. hope it is. It is that kind of a thing, no more so than the semi-final, something peculiar, like Ashley Corbett's free take, and something peculiar might just throw up its head there today that nobody would have anticipated or said that was what will change the outcome of the match. And we hope that falls, and we really do hope that falls in favour of Scarif O'Gunnell. It possibly could be that. Um, Pat, we're going to let you go. You need to get down that road, down to North Cork. Um, we're looking forward to it. We'll be listening here up in um, Scarif or in Mount Shannon for the afternoon. Um, I hope we have an absolute humdinger and a cracker of a match, and I hope... Um, um, we can come back up that road tonight with those girls um, with a bit of silverware um, in tow. Um, best of luck, and we're looking forward to it. Okay, take care, Pat. Slant, thanks, slant, thanks, 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 thanks for that. Right, uh, that's uh, uh, one bit of the GEA conversation over with Paul. Yeah. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get Paul McMahon on, on the phone in maybe about another half an hour. Uh, now, Paul, um, we've already spoken to uh, our own crew that are on their way down to the match, but we're now going to talk uh, at county level, and we're delighted to be joined, uh, hopefully pulled in safely at the side of the road, uh, by Parik McMahon of Clare Echo. Paul, can you hear us there? Good morning, lads. How are you getting on? Not so bad at all. Now, uh, Parik, um, uh, we're going to talk very slightly uh, about uh, the events that are taking place down in Mallow today. Uh, can you give us uh, quick thoughts and uh, predictions? Yeah, um, I, I'd start off by saying yourself and Paul are possibly the only two people left in East Clare. Um, you know, it's a, it's a great I think that's, sporting I think day. that's why we're on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's the makings of a great sporting day for, mm. for East Clare and the county in general. Um, St. Joseph's Tulla, obviously in their first Hearty Cup semi-final, so have a, a fantastic opportunity to qualify for their first ever final. Um, fantastic work has been going on in that school, Terence, Terence Fahey, Tomas Kelly, Aidan Hart, and it is a, probably one of the stronger sides that they've ever had, had. so 
obviously there comes as no surprise they've they've made it to the, the semi-final De La Salle are going to be a very very tough opponents but I think what's what's standing to St. Joseph's Tulla so far is the experience of some of their players in particular Adam Hogan Oshin Clune both from Fiegel, um, you know, who've played senior level and have been key players for their senior hurling team. I'd go as far as to say Adam Hogan wouldn't be out of place on the clear senior hurling panel. So to have him um lining out as a massive addition, then you've the likes of Sean Whitcomb from Tulla, who's who's been clocking up big scores, um Fionn Hickey from O'Callaghan's Mills as well, another player that had got senior experience. So um, you know, they've every every reason to be confident going down to Mallow today. Um, I'd give them a great chance um, because what they've shown, similar to the Scarfer One Look Mogi team, is great defiance and determination. Mm. Um, and and they're not beaten until the final whistle. And the the self belief they've got from from their comebacks against St Coleman's of Cork and CBC of Cork in the quarter final and, and and group game respectively have have been phenomenal for them. So I'd say De La Salle, you know, they could go six, seven, eight points ahead, but they won't have won the game until it's over. Um, and and you you can't you can do all the training you want, but to to win in those manner is huge for any team, and that's massive and it's something Tomas Kelly referenced after the game. So I I think they have a great opportunity. What would you make of the of the other semi final in the Harty Cup, um, Porik, um, Turla CBS, I think, and Ardsgol Reach? Yeah, uh, well, Ardsgol Reach seem to have been the standard bearers. Um, you know the the work that they're putting in is. It's really setting the standard. Um, I know they're even working at the minute on their the players that are going to be going for trials for next year's Hearty team. Every push uh, through a strength conditioning program, like so, they are as professional as you'll get. And look, you know, while we we know there's a lot of clear players going in there from South Clare into Hearts School Reach, and they're benefiting from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably give the nod to Hearts School Reach to qualify, just given the the level of work they're doing and the professionalism that they're bringing. But um, couldn't really write off Turles at the same time, you know, quality, so, so quality opposition. We, we'd be hopeful there'll be lots of player players in, in the final anyway. So That's fingers crossed. Real. <laughs> Excellent. Now, we'll move on to the main event, uh, we'll say, for, I suppose, for the, a lot of the people involved with, with the, the radio here as well. And uh, Scarif Ogunlo in the senior uh, Camogie Munster final. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's sim- very similar again. Another great, great chance, Scarif Ogunlo coming up against Drummond Inch who they played in the 2019 final slight difference this time around is Drummond Inch are coming in maybe on a bit more of a high scene as the the refixed 2020 Munster final only took place at the end of 2021 and they of course beat Ina Kilnamona but I know from talking to the Scarfo Gunlow girls the fact that they were winners against Ina Kilnamona that's something that they've referenced the fact that they are capable of beating Ina Kilnamona as well they would see themselves on, on par if not better than, than Drummond Inch um and I just think the the fact that they've made the final is, is a remarkable achievement, not just to throw that out there, but primarily for the fact that Eva Power and Marion Rogers, two of their best forwards, have been unavailable mm. to them this year. Um and like David Sullivan from Laura and Tipperary now living in Port Tumna came in as manager and kind of totally changed up the team in, in multiple aspects. Ashley Corbett, the goalkeeper, formerly played for Clare, was put out field to maybe bring a bit more strength and physicality that was missing. Um in Marion's absence particularly but you know to lose players like Eva Power uh, Marion Rogers then Holly McGee and Ashley Corey also unavailable from the 2019 team to lose those players and to still be county champions is an achievement but to get to a monster final is, is very impressive um, and I think I think they have a great chance but I probably preface it by saying if the hurlers can win even though the girls won't be watching the match it'll give a massive lift to the crowd that'll be there at the two games um, so 
if St. Joseph's Tullow win the hurling, I think I'd be very, very confident for Scarfo Gunlow to win the Camogie. Whereas I'd be confident for them as it is, but um, I think it might you might um, get the hurlers to, set, to lay down the marker. And and w- w- wouldn't it be great for the lads to be given the girls the lead in and the girls taking on all, all, all the glory? It'd be great. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. great. And it's, it's, I hope, I think Leo has pulled in to get a few strips of us, so I think he'll be ready and, <laughs> and, and iron to go for three of Yeah, we're ready to go nuclear, as they say, at some stage in the <laughs> afternoon here in Scarafay Community Radio. It's an interesting perspective, actually, one that I hadn't heard, and that, that the whole dynamic of the two matches, the two East Clare matches, as you said earlier on, Park, that all roads lead to Mallow for East Clare and for Mid Clare today, but um, that both matches could have an impact and we hope a positive impact um, on each other or most certainly the hurling and a positive impact on the camogie. I, uh, interesting perspective. Hope it works. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. I think and it's it's a blessing really that the two games are on at the same venue. Like it would have been an awful pity, you know, we could have had one on in Charleville and another one on in another part of Cork or Tip or wherever. It's, it's but, you know, we can criticise associations and GA organisations but they actually put the, the heads together in this one now. Mm. Jellisal and Drummond Inch might be tough in the fact that they're both on, but I think the East, I know Lee, we said Leo got the strips, but I think he's cleared the crowd there from Tulla and Scarfo and obviously Bedike and Kish in the Mills, all these areas, they'll be in full voice today, so it should be a fantastic uh, occasion. Okay, now Park, we're going to divert away from uh, that uh, topic because that's something that Paul and myself, uh, you know, we leave, we leave that to the experts like yourselves and all the rest of it. 